Hello, welcome to the Cali River Winery Expeditions. When you board one of our rafts, you can look forward to an exquisite selection of wines paired with a safe, relaxing trip down our beautiful river. My vintners and I believe our expeditions are the most romantic way to see nature's beauty while unwinding with an amazing glass of wine. It's like my grandmother used to say when she started this company, the wine can get you drunk, the river will make you wet, Spend some time with me, and I'll get you both. Wait, what the fuck, Grandma? I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously squared Be Hello and welcome to episode number 233 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from parks to movies to dining. We'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their drinks. I'm Mikey, and tonight we got uh, we got we got two of them here. Of them, well, three of them. Of them, them. we got two of them. We got two of them. Adam. I'm an of them. You're an of them. <laughs> Abuela. <laughs> I'm not that old yet. I'm the other of them. Of them. Of them. Uh, of them. Uh, chat to Niff to Pat. What's it called? I don't know. Tell, you tell me. Chat to. Um, Chanticleer. Shatner Pants. No. No. <laughs> yep. That used to be our trivia name when Todd and I would go do trivia. Our name was William Shatner Pants <laughs> instead of William Shatner. William yeah, no, I Shatner think we Pants. get it. Okay, it's right. just, cool. yeah. It's a dad joke. Um, did, at best. Did, yeah. Did Todd come of up with course it? He uh, did. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So grab a drink and we're going to talk about what we're drinking and other stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and mostly, <laughs> Adam and I are just, uh, we got, we got baited breaths. To find out what Maria's drinking. Oh, uh, because should I tell you? No, it looks like it's just a. a oh, okay. Just, no, it looks like a big glass of Sprite. It is not it's a big glass. A of big glass seltzer. of Sierra Mist. Kind of. It's kind of well. It is seltzer. Um, kind of. <laughs> ginger beer. Stuff. Definitely no. not ginger beer. We all know about <laughs> Maria not. and the ginger beer. Hello, Heartburn <laughs> Central. No, thank you. Um, it is a double shot of gin, a shot of St. Germain, and two cans of mango seltzer. Way too much mango seltzer. It is very good. And I love it. See, I don't. I don't. And it's in a really, really, really big glass. Well, that, that brings up my question. When you, when you concocted mm-hmm. this and you say two shots, did you forget you were adding a second can to it? Because I feel like you should have gone with Correct. four shots. Um, I. Yeah. <laughs> she screwed it up. <laughs> no, I, I, I took a sip with one can in it and I was like, oh, that's that's really strong. 
That's why I added the second can. So I, sh I should have maybe. So she made a normal drink I, just on a bigger size. I, yeah, yeah, right. May maybe right. next time just, you know, well, put this, your pants on, grab, could... grab your husband's balls out of your purse and, and drink the fucking liquor, Maria. <laughs> um, Todd's balls are not in my purse. My purse is too, s never mind, small for them. <laughs> That's gross. What are you drinking? Wow. Yeah, some weather we're having. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the weather. You. Oh, not down here. Yeah. We're getting snow again. And ice. Right now? Uh, like right now you are? Any or minute tonight. now. Okay. Yeah, it, it, we are too. It's supposed to be gross all day tomorrow. Yeah. I just have um, blue moon light skies. Oh, I've had them. They're good. All right. I mean, they're decent. Yeah. I, I think the whole for a light beer, hundred calorie thing, ninety five calorie thing is the can because it seems like a smaller can. So, I think that's right. But it's, it's like not ten and a half ounces, though, isn't it? No, it's. I no. think it's a full twelve, it is 12 isn't it? It is twelve is ounces. It 12? Okay. But it just doesn't feel like it's twelve ounces. <laughs> that makes right. sense. I don't understand very the, easy. the fixation with the skinny cans. Because it's supposed to make you feel like it's less. It, it's a mind trick. It, yeah. It's sort of like when you with a little or spoon or a little fork, you're supposed to eat less, where I just shovel it in faster. <laughs> well, sure. And if, you're, if, you, if you plate your meal on a smaller plate, then you, in theory, won't put as much on it. You just go up for thirds instead of seconds. Right. Well, that's you just gotta control yourself. Oh, okay. I can't. I, yeah, no. I, I'm gonna eat until I'm full. Sorry, and right. then I'm probably if it's still laying around, I'm still gonna eat because I'm that guy. Right. But just save a dish. I'll get a fork in the platter, and and we're good. That's after everybody that's else why, is done. That's why I <laughs> sometimes it? skip the wine glass and just take the bottle. Yeah, that, those nights don't end up too well for you, though, Maria. When you do that, they end up fine. <laughs> Why dirty an extra glass? So, Mikey, what do you got in your Mickey glass? Oh, well, that's just some water I'm sipping on in between oh, drinks. Sorry. No, I'm having uh, one of my last uh, ciders from that uh, Austin East Cider sample pack Stephanie got for me. I'm having the pineapple cider. Ooh, how is it? Those can be so itty. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. They all taste the same at this point. Oh, okay. So pineapple cider to me is is good, but very sweet. There's there's like no pineapple it, to this that I can oh, find. That's... It's got a little bit of tartness, but that there's man. I've had the blood orange was the only one that tasted different from the rest. Huh. I will tell you that if you get a watermelon apple cider, don't. I will. I just it's, toss it's it still, down the drain. No, I have. I don't I, think no, I've ever had I paid for it. Watermelon apple don't. cider. They're they're bad. They're so. There's bad. no reason. So bad. If it's anything had, like, like the one that I have, have cider, that was it's... really tasty. The watermelon tastes so fake. Most watermelon flavored yeah. things taste very artificial to me. Y y that's yes. That is accurate. Unless it's, it's a watermelon yeah, jar, orange, you can probably be a bit blown. Uh, oh, even those I don't <laughs> I really like. like. I love jar mm. orange. 
Well, you're weird, so. Says the woman who has mixed almost everything in Dr. Pepper, including wine. I've mixed one thing in Dr. Pepper. It was wine. <laughs> it just happened to be red wine. And I'm that weird. Coffee. I like a candy for being weird. And you try to make a drink with mixing wine and Dr. Pepper. Only thing that was missing was coffee. I mean, you could just add some coffee to it. It would be fine. Ooh. No, I'm lying. You <laughs> don't. That could be... I'm going to make a coffee drink next week. Like a Colombian or a... I uh, mean, may, I don't know. I'll figure like it a out. breakfast blend or grab some Joffre. I am not like being responsible <laughs> if you start drinking coffee at 9 o'clock at night. That is all I'm I, saying. Oh, <laughs> that would be bad. You're welcome, Todd. <laughs> you know, I have found that as I get older, caffeine affects me differently. I used to be able to drink coffee at 2 a.m. after the bar closed and go right to bed. I cannot do that anymore, nor can I stay up until 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so, think I can stay up until 2 a.m. as long as I don't realize it's 2 a.m. Nope. Can't do it. Can't. But then again, I don't sleep well anyway, so. Yeah. So this is a Disney podcast. Let's try yeah, that on. Yeah, this, right? This, this we, time. We've only been going so, for so 10 minutes, so this is pretty good for us. Yeah, this is, this is, this uh, is just friendly banter. We only get to talk to each other once a week. It's friendly banter. You called him weird. Yeah, I mean. Well, I called him weird was, right back, though. Yeah, it was in a loving way. We're different, but we're yeah. perfect the way we are. I mean, Maria, sure. you should talk more positive about yourself. I was talking about you. <laughs> I'm just a reflection of my friends. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, touche. Jackass. We can go all night. I'm good. I'm yeah, that's true. No. What are we what are we doing tonight, Mikey? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I've I've got some notes. Ooh, me too. I have notes. <laughs> uh well it It's currently February. <laughs> it won't be when nope, this comes out. Not even close. <laughs> well, you know, it, the problem here was that we had a great idea. It just came, we had it way too late in the month to yeah. realize, oh shit, we should have done this kind of situation. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, if, if you haven't picked up on it uh, yet, we're we're going to be uh, discussing some, uh, you know, of, of Disney's Black Imagineers for Black History Month. Or, Yeah. <laughs> Pineapple's going to my head. I, huh? uh, nope. Too easy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as as Adam just alluded to, um, he 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 thinks it was you know that we accidentally waited too long, but rea re in reality it was calculated that way we'd have plenty of articles to draw information from that have already been published this month by other outlets we don't have that's, to lie well, to our friends sometimes no, no, no. we yeah. are very bad at <laughs> we planning didn't think things that. oh yeah oh what what do you mean sometimes <laughs> and we realized oh shit it's february the last week of february <laughs> yeah well i'm pretty sure the conversation went like this hey guys have you ever done anything for black history month and you the three of you were like mm, nope <laughs> it's like should we do this and you're all like 
Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, there, here we go. <laughs> and then after we decided on the topic, we were like, wait, fuck, this isn't going to come out until March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still going to do it. It's fine. It's the... Yes. And I mean, in, in our defense, January was three years long, basically. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yes, like it we was. like we recorded... 20 episodes oh in January and February has lasted a weekend. No, it, it, seriously. It, it, yeah. There's no other way to put it. January like was the longest well, month and we all were We all traveled somewhere, whether it was like, you know, to see other people or to uh, to Florida. And Mikey, you were away last last that weekend? Was, that was, no. Or no. last week? No? no? I thought you went to go see James and Jen. No. That's coming up. No. Mm. The only one the who's next traveled, month. Maria, is you. Well, I mean, you traveled down to see Todd and I. That's <laughs> like... I'm trying to give us an out here, Adam. Why you gotta fucking pop the bubble? Or pop my balloon? Yeah, I went to my mother-in-law's. Uh, yeah, see? You, tr- e- you every, traveled. Every day last month. To be yeah, fair, see? your mother-in-law's is a lot closer than Todd and I. Again, yeah, why you got to lift the curtain there, Adam? No, that's saying you're <laughs> further away. That's a longer travel time. That's, yes, that's true. So I was going along with you that time. See, I get in trouble. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought, I... Oh, fuck. You're, you're... Anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> while there are definitely more than three individuals we could talk about today um we 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 kind of uh maria presented us with a list and we just kind of uh, she said i'm doing this one i said i'm doing this one adam said which one am i doing no i actually chose one and then there was like two sentences about her and i'm like yeah i guess i'm not doing that one (laughs) (laughs) no so uh maria who did you select i um I have Charita Carter. Okay. Who? Hang on, we're not we're, oh, okay. you're not going yet. Okay. I'm just All I'm right. just seeing who. I have Charita because, Carter. And and Adam, who did uh, you end Floyd up with? Floyd Norman. Floyd Norman. Um, I picked based purely on his name, Lanny Smoot. It is a fucking amazing name. Well, I picked originally. I picked what was her name? Barbara. I can't remember her last name right now. Booza. Barbara Booza. Because or Boza, Boza, Boza. I don't know yeah, how you say the I'm last not, name. Because first of all, it was Barbara Boza. So, <laughs> yeah, <that right>. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, my one of my mom's older friend, oldest friends, is named Barbara. I'm like, I'll choose Barbara, and I got a paragraph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what she does yes. because she is the current president of Imagineering. Right. So I mean, um, but she did not serve her tenure. With Disney, maybe she's before served, this. Yeah, it, the thing. So is, she's she's a new hire and her, a newer hire. Yeah, she was hired in 2020 and during COVID. So it's right. like so she hasn't even had a chance to stretch her wings yet. So we'll see what right. comes from her in Europe. Yeah. So the three that we chose, I mean, the the guys that that you two have have been around for a long time. Um, on the planet of the Earth, they're not. Are still, no, no, no. I mean, like, have been in Imagineering for a long time. Well, I mean, mine's been um, in and out. Oh, okay. Mine. 
That's kind of yes, the thing I, I, for yeah. a lot of Imagineers. I'm noticing that, too. I feel like mine, <clears throat> the uh, woman that I did has been an Imagineer, well, has been working for Disney for 25 years. So, and she still has some years to go, I'm sure, because of some stuff that she's doing currently. So, and we'll get to that. So, who wants to go first? Don't all volunteer at once, guys. I ain't about to volunteer for shit. Volunteering gets you in trouble. Who's the oldest of our three? We're doing this again? No, 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 of our three. Uh, I'm at 66. How old is yours, Adam? 80-something. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, well, wait. you go first. Is he, yes, he's still and he's still alive. working? He's still alive and still working. He oh was born God. in 1935. Wow. wow. Holy okay. shit. So, Adam, right? what, what about you? Did I do the math wrong? The 30, 35, that's like yeah. 80. Yeah, that's yeah, he's fucking old. He's that. That's Bob Gurr's years. That's almost Betty White status. Uh, no, she's dead. And, well, R. I mean, but she was fucking old, and he yeah. has a chance to eclipse her. So I, I know don't... he does. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, go ahead. Proceed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'd like to apologize to all of our geriatric <gasps> listeners. Which are who? <laughs> Barb and There's Bob. A list of no. them. <gasps> don't you dare call them geriatric. I want. Barb and Bob, I want you to know right now yes. that that Mikey stands alone on that 100%. comment. 100%. Um, I think that you I are you both should... spring chickens. And I... You, Mikey, you shut the fuck up Well, here's the right other now. thing. Mikey, I want to see you out no, one Adam. day. No, Adam. Yeah, no. Right? No. Yeah, no. go ahead. I want to see how, how long you would I, last. I know I, I can't. I, 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 will, I, I, will, I, I will go toe-to-toe with Bob. He could probably uh, still whip your ass in a race. That man. That's fine. I didn't say which toes. That man is a fucking legend, okay? <laughs> Just trying to lighten the mood. Fuck. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw it under the bus. Done messed up, A.A. Ron. I hope they all come after you. <laughs> yeah, right. I do too. At least I'll see them. <laughs> Been trying to get Maria to come after me and she won't. Oh, after that comment. I might just get my ass on a plane so that I can... <laughs> You'd forget everything when you left. And, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who needs luggage? <laughs> You'd pick me up it's at the all... airport and I'd be like, uh, I need you got to a go Walmart back. around here? <laughs> I, gotta... well, I got a Walmart yes, around here. We're in Northwest <laughs> Arkansas. That's where the fuck it comes from. I'll do. You... I'll take you to Savers. He, he knows oh. everybody who works there. I Probably. Because <laughs> yeah. he knows everybody. Yes. You don't need shoes down here. I oh. Ask Adam. I left mine in the woods one day. Well, they actually exploded. <laughs> I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> what? Let's save that for another time. Okay. <laughs> I can't. That was I can't on the show, though. That was actually oh. on a show. Yes. Yes. It's actually. Has come up a couple I times. Must it's have still one of the that. craziest things I've been a part of. I, I must have missed that story. Anyway, Adam, yes. proceed, please. All right. So, Floyd Norman, born in Santa Barbara, California, in 1935, um, actually be- began his animating or cartooning career in high school, and he was an assistant to Bill Wagen 
on Archie Comics, Katie Keen. I don't know who that is. I don't... Uh, this might be dating myself, but what are Artie Comics? Archie. Archie. Oh, Archie. You know, Archie, Archie and Archie. Veronica, yeah, yeah, Jughead. Yeah. No, 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 they just yes, had no, Sabrina yes, the Teenage yes. Witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Riverdale. Archie. Got it. Melissa Joan Hart. I would really like to watch Riverdale. I haven't Don't. watched it yet. No. Oh, it's so bad. It is. Is it really? So bad. Pretty, really? pretty people, but so, oh. so bad. <laughs> That's upsetting. Because I thought it was eh. getting, I thought it got pretty good, like, when reviews. I think at the no? beginning it did, and then it got oh. really stupid and really bad. Um, All I know is that one of the Disney, the boys that were on the Disney channel that are twins, one of them, Sprouse. Cole and Dylan yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprouse. One of them is on the show. And that's literally yeah. all I know about it. Anyway. The other one posts dick pics on Twitter. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> why? That was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Why? One of them is normal, and the other one kind of went crazy there I... for a little while. Wow. But that's the curse of the Disney... Which is something we should probably do on a show too, like the curse of the Disney oh, child. That's cars. a great idea. Yeah. Britney Spears. Hello, Lindsay Lohan. But I mean anyway. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. She just had a whole thing today about how her last name's been getting pronounced wrong forever. Oh. Forever. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, not a not a damn but person. Like all of them. Like had like we should actually dig into that a little bit, I think. I think that would be yeah. fun. Well, let's go. All right. <laughs> So, right now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take forever tonight. <laughs> yep, that's okay. It's not okay. I got to get up early tomorrow. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> so, um, he actually went to the Art Center College of Design in Los Angeles and was hired by the Walt Disney Company in 1956. He was actually the first African-American artist to work at Disney long term, which is kind of cool when you think about it. At 20 years old, he received daily masterclasses from Walt's leading animators, the old mind men. Can you imagine? Oh my god, that's so fucking cool. Like, what that must have been like. Like, daily but classes I, I, with them. I wonder if in that moment you realize what is happening. You probably don't. You probably it's, don't, but I mean, still after You'd have to look back on and it. And looking back on that and realizing that opportunity, it, it's insane. Ugh. That's awesome. So um, he did actually his first film that he's credited for is Sleeping Beauty. And he was doing an assistant in-betweener. And you could tell Maria doesn't listen to our episodes because yeah. no, we've discussed that? what an right, in-betweener right, okay. is. It's you, when, when you have... Um, it, 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 a, a subject in an animation that's here, and then there is a motion, and they're over mm -hmm. here. Uh -huh. The in betweener fi fi fills that in. Oh, oh, keyframes. Oh. Okay, the, you know. Okay, so with, he does the movement animation. He does the middle part for the right. Yeah, okay, the middle right. part. Like if yeah, from getting from point A to point B, he does the middle. Okay, gotcha. Which is like the more difficult yes. of it, uh, if you ask me. Yeah. And the characters that he assisted with were the fairies Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether, which is kind of uh, cool. Oh, oh so, so the ones that fucking yes. fly. 
with the wings. Right, the most difficult ones. Yeah, great. You know, yeah, cool. yeah. Tween, tween this, tween this, Floyd. <laughs> um, shortly after that, Norman was actually drafted <laughs> into the military for the Korean War. Um, oh. He gratefully was not injured and returned to Disney, and he ended up doing a lot of work on 101 Dalmatians, The Sword in the Stone, and Mary Poppins. I fucking love The Sword oh. in the Stone. It's definitely in my top ten. See, Mary so Poppins good. for me, the original Mary Poppins. Oh, abs- yeah, no, absolutely. But like, if it, if you're talking full animation, oh god, I love it so much. Um, so now Norman was a bit of a trickster and liked to play practical jokes. And I don't know how he got away with this and got promoted for it, but he used to leave drawings kind of all over the campus that actually satired and poked fun at the company's executives. (laughs) It gets better. Banksy before Banksy is Banksy. It Mm -hmm. gets a lot better, though, because Walt Disney actually saw them and recognized, like, the talent in Norman and led him to being placed in story development for Jungle Book. Wow. So, I mean... So, be, so being a jackass... Pretty much. ...got him promoted. Pretty awesome. much. Awesome. Okay. Exactly. Right. Um, and he played a vital role in the design and creation of the Trust in Me sequence. Oh. That scene is so fucking creepy. But it, it's... When you really look oh, at it. Oh, hell yeah, it is. I mean, it, but it's just, just to think, like, he was being a goofball... And got handed this like amazing opportunity, so that it, it's really cool. He got yeah, noticed. hell yeah, he did. Yeah, and that's that's what it takes. So in 1966, after Walt Disney's death, he actually left Disney for a bit, and he actually started something called Vignette. Vignette, I can't say this word for the life of me. V i g n e t t e. That's vignette. vignette. Okay, Vignette Films with a business partner, Leo Sullivan. And this was actually a first-of-its-kind production company that produced six animated films and was one of the only companies to produce films of the subject of black history at the time. Oh. Yeah, he's like, this guy, reading about this guy, I'm like, wow. Like, he, he was super awesome. important, and, we, and he doesn't really get talked about all that often. Um, he uh, Through Vignet Films, he also created animation for Sesame Street, he did Fat Albert, the cartoon. Hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. Um, oh, my gosh. And he actually did the main titles for Soul Train. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that animation in Soul Train? That was Vignette Productions. How do you spell that? What? Vignette. 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 I don't know. I don't know how to say it. V-I-G-N-E-T-T-E. All right, Maria. Give me, n- name me one more character from Fat Albert besides Fat Albert. Oh, I have no fucking clue. Okay. I can picture <laughs> them all, but I'm awful with names. The guy okay, with the so... hat. I got, I can do it with the. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's Mushmouth. Yes. And I want to say, was his name Rewind? It possible? I, I don't. Or so, but definitely Mushmouth. That's yes. all I got. Um, so he mu- did he se- okay so and you might be getting to this but did he sell vignette films actually it was a little bit worse than that oh okay because it was labeled as a black company back then right 
So it limited their client roster and led to the actual company closing in the 70s. Uh. So it mean it just super bright guy, super future ahead of him, but just wrong kind of timing. I mean, we weren't progressive enough in the 70s to realize that kind of talent. There, there's no other way to put it. Um, he did actually end up returning to Disney and did some work on Bread Knobs and Broomsticks, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I fucking love That's that movie. One. It's so good. And Robin Hood. Um, he then shortly left Disney again, and as they do, and he found a creative opportunity with Hanna-Barbera and worked on some cartoons that we don't know of today, like Scooby-Doo, <laughs> uh, Josie and the Pussycats, and one of my favorite that not many people remember until they see it, Captain Caveman. <laughs> you see, the... I love Captain, Captain Caveman. Nope. Okay. nope. No clue. No. No idea. He had like he had this mustache that could, it, was, it was it was like six to eight whiskers, like a cat, and they just came straight out from his face, mm -hmm. and he just wore like a. Maria's researching as we're going. I am. <laughs> oh shit! You see him? Yeah. You, yeah. you know who he is? Oh my god! I know exactly who that is. Oh my god! Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's great that he works at Disney and all. I, but right. He did Josie and the Pussycat. Captain I mean, Caveman. these are the cartoons I watched. He did Captain Caveman. I always, I always thought that he was, and because I was probably so young at that point, I didn't know any difference, but I always thought that he was part of the Flintstones, Captain Caveman. Was there a crossover? Because that would have all been I don't, it, There might have been. Or I Possibly. think they were Vicious on crossover in a block in as well. As well. Back when they were on TV. So it was like the Hanna-Barbera block. The, yeah, that's right. right they had the Hanna-Barbera right, yeah, hour, yeah. didn't they? Something Where it was like, like three 20-minute cartoons or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, you had Snagglepuss. Yeah. All of them. McGilla Gorilla. He, I could... Yeah, this is a yeah. bad deal. Because, so, yep, yep, yep. We're getting... Someone's going to so, say something about Dopey. <laughs> So in the 80s, he went back and joined Disney's publishing, where he wrote and illustrated a number of Disney children's books, as well as the daily comic Mickey strip, like you used to find in newspapers. Um, in the 90s, he returned back again to Disney Animation to work on Hunchback of Notre Dame and Mulan. Oh, jeez. The late 1990s, he got together with a small company called Pixar, like we don't know that. And did some work on Toy Story 2 and Monsters, Inc. Jesus. Um, you know, it's too bad that those movies never took yeah, off. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, Pixar was such, <laughs> had such a great premise behind that, like, company and everything. And they just... Yeah, yeah, but usually, after a sequel, they just quit making it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Um, he actually, to this day, continues to work out of Disney Publishing as a freelancer consultant taking on diverse creative roles outside of Disney as well. He actually, we just recently in 2020, returned to Sesame Street to create a new animation for the 50th season. So this Aww. man is still working at 87, <clears throat> 88, however we just pulled, we decided he oh was. Oh my God. 
He also still works at, currently works as a columnist for JimHillMedia.com, AfroKids.com, and he has his own blog as well. Uh, he works for Jim Hill Media? Yeah. The podcaster, yeah. Jim Hill. Okay. JimHillMedia.com. Right. Okay. That's, that is something. Like, that, oh, Well, I mean, wow. he probably... Uh, they're, they might have ran in the same circles because Jim I'm, Hill worked right. at Disney for a while, so right, yeah, and I mean, and Jim Hill is um amazing, yes, but like wow, to land somebody like that for your staff, like to write for well, you, I mean, is he's, holy it, shit, he's eighty eight. <laughs> I mean, but still, I yeah, mean, the, yeah, but look so, at how many things he's still doing. I'm half his age. I work four hours a day and record this podcast once a week, and I'm exhausted by Friday. Seriously, I always I'm have like energy you. on the weekends, <laughs> but I don't have kids, so there's that too. <laughs> Would you like some? Um, I will send them. Can I to get you. back to you on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> It wasn't a no, Maria. No, it wasn't a no. It was not a no. I, I like to give people hope. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Wait, so you can fu- fucking dash it later? No, That's it, awesome. It just, thanks. Now is not a good jackass. time is a really good answer, too. Mm, mm. <laughs> They're working on the house so they can yeah, move. They, they, they don't want to get a lot of construction. My dog you know, at this point in my kid. life, I'm just not ready for that kind of commitment. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not awesome. in the child season of my life right now. I mean, I'm all about me right now. I plan on traveling to Paris. Yeah. Oh. I'm feeling you mean Tokyo. more of an autumn exactly. than a spring. You plan on traveling to Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All See? right. So he has won a bunch of awards and honors. So he's actually part of the Black Filmmakers Hall of Fame. He won the Windsor McKay Award in 2022, which is given to individuals in recognition of lifetime or career contributions in animation. And this is actually presented at Comic-Con, I want to say. And those are the ones who, oh no, that's the oh, wow. Award, I'm sorry. That's presented at the actual Annie Awards. I'm not too sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, he became a Disney legend in 2007. In 2008, he won the Ink Pot Award. And that's the Comic-Con International Award. And that's actually given at San, Francisco, San Diego Comic-Con. And given to professionals in the fields of comic books, comic strips, animation, science fiction, and related areas of popular culture. Seems like they can just kind of give this to whoever they want. So anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's great. Um, that's he hysterical. won the Sergio Award in 2013, and that's the comic from the Comic Art Professional Society. So for being a co- just a wow. regular comic artist, uh, he wore the Frizz. Feeling Award in 2015 for Lifetime Achievement for Excellence in Animation from the International Family Film Festival, the AAFCA Special Achievement Award, which is the African American Film Critics Association, and the Milton Caniff Award for a Lifetime of Outstanding and Accomplished Work. He, that, he's done a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you think about somebody who's touched That's a amazing. little bit on almost every generation's kids since the time he started working, and it's this man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we all got excited for Captain Caveman. I, right? But, like, if, if you talk to a kid now, who, what kid doesn't know of Toy Story? Yeah. 
It, I mean, that is the same. I, I feel like when we were growing up, it was the Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. But it's it's shifted now to movies, to even shorts. Yeah, are like right now the boys are into the Spider Man and his amazing friends shorts, which are cartoons. Oh, wait, weren't those from the seventies? So, yes, but so Disney has now remade them. Oh, okay. Like I remember has, them being like, I tried yeah. to watch them a long time ago, and I'm like, it's it's, it's Spider Man, so <laughs> and uh, no, these are really good. It's Spider Man and like all of his. It's Hulk. It's Black Panther, okay. but as kids. Oh, okay. No, so, that's not what I I thought. Yeah, I, no, that's it's not what great. It's it's awesome, and then they have all of the Spider Man villains, but also as kids. So it's like Muppet Babies. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's like Marvel yeah, Babies. It's, yes, it's, yeah, it is. It's really good. Um, that's kind of what the boys are into right now. It's so funny how things change. You're either spending an hour and a half or three minutes. There's like not a whole lot of in between right now. But there's not really cartoons Unless, aren't a thing like they were when we were growing up so right, right. well that's that's what i'm saying I mean, unless you're it's like cocomelon and then it's i don't know what the hell that is no can... god count yourself fucking lucky give me some dogtails like, any day though yeah that fucking show right? was amazing you know, that, unfortunately it was canceled garfield but... and friends who garfield and friends that was my oh, saturday morning jam yes. right there garfield and friends always so good it was i think it was on cbs it was just odie that was the friend, and what was the? No fucking normal, and then all the oh, barnyard right. normal. characters. Who was also. the adult? Who was the, who was the human? John? John. I wanted to say Dave. That wasn't. That was Alvin and the Chipmunks, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I get my humans confused sometimes. Wasn't there another cat cartoon? Heathcliff. That's the one I remember. Oh right. That's the one I I remember watching. Yeah. All right, drinks for Floyd. Yeah, he he's. And he's still kicking and still working. It's just Hell amazing. The guy's still rocking. That's awesome. Okay, Maria, how old is your? I think she uh, has the youngest. I I do. She's uh, probably in her late forties, early fifties right now. Oh, little pup. She is a little pup compared to All some right, of then. the other ones. Imagineers tend to stick around, I guess. Right. Well, I mean, and as long as they don't muck anything up, they just and then when even when they leave, they come back. There has even, to be I mean, a reason. The artists for and stuff. When you really think yeah. about it, there there has to be a legitimate reason. And I mean, if you love what you do, oh, yeah. why not keep on doing it? Right. Well, and Disney is one of the only companies where you can honestly do that. Like, if you want to dream up yeah. things for parks, or even if it's for movies, it doesn't matter. Like, Disney is one of the only, one of the few companies where you can truly do that job. I would say maybe Universal would be another one. But, mm, I, don't I, I mean, think at, on a smaller, right, on a smaller, on a much smaller scale. Well, I mean, you also have to realize that Universal is owned by Capcom, not Capcom, um, freaking cable company, Cablevision. Right. So, there's a lot more corporate red tape to them. Yeah. And it's not really in-house. Yeah. 
Yeah, true. So you're up, Mikey. Okay, well, like I mentioned earlier, I got Lan I, I chose. I didn't get him. I chose Lanny Smoot, which, uh, by the way, uh, a smoot is a fictitious unit of measurement that comes out to about five foot seven inches. Taller, if you were taller than me. Wait, wait. Yes, you are. You are not even a smoot high. Or is that no? What? No, just uh, just what? you know, a, co a coincidence. Where the fuck is a smoot from then? Let me see. I think it goes back to uh, a sorority. At MIT, as a, as a fraternity prank named after oh, Oliver Smoot. Yeah, I do know that story. <laughs> it's a non-standard humorous unit of length created as part of a prank and named after Oliver Smoot, a fraternity pledge at Lambda Chi Alpha. Who in? I, I, okay, 19... I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's a nerd. Well, go ahead and finish. It's go a ahead, nerd Mikey. Thing. It is. This is you, stupid. So... I thought it at least. A book or something. No. He, he no, in 1958, he laid down repeatedly all the way across the Harvard Bridge so that mm -hmm. his fraternity brothers could use his height to measure the length of the bridge. And that's how many smoots long it, it is. Yep. So a smoot is about five foot. So he was not a tall guy. So MIT is notorious for their pranks. And one of their most famous pranks that is that. Prank, though? No, 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 no. Um, no, this is a separate, oh. separate part. So, one of their famous pranks is that they took a security officer's car that was parked somewhere overnight, dismantled it, and reassembled it at the top of one of their towers with a security guard dummy. In the driver's See, now seat, that's a prank. holding a Dunkin' Donuts coffee and that's awesome. a donut. <laughs> that's awesome. Just laying down, that's like trying to figure out how long something is by walking with one foot in front of the other. <laughs> that measurement is, that's, that's is never accurate. Not very good, that's not very good security. N well, no. It's MIT. <laughs> no, it's MIT. <laughs> Who the fuck's getting in trouble at MIT? <laughs> what the fuck that do you is need the security they for? Get into at MIT. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's it. No, you're, you're not having rapes and murders at M fucking MIT, okay? <laughs> Why you need a security guard at all is beyond me. It's like, you know, like what are you what are you gonna do? Like, I'm gonna math you to death. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> calculus equation somebody to death you know like give me all your pocket protectors <laughs> like, come on anyway smooth yes that this conversation is officially smooth yeah well does that mean it's short or long <laughs> i mean it's five and a half five feet seven inches five, five feet seven inches <clears throat> So, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of early background info on him. So unlike uh, Adam's uh, artist, uh, unlike Flo, I don't have his um, birthday, but he is currently 66 years old. <laughs> I was able to find that. Um, that's how I know I'm second. 
and uh, he's he's been with Disney for 24 years. Um, now, Lanny, which I keep wanting to call him Lonnie, <laughs> because I've never heard the name. I've never heard of Smoot before, but I've also never heard of Lan- the name Lanny uh, before. So Lanny uh, is is an honest to God inventor with over a hundred patents to his name, and 74 of them directly tie into his work with Disney over the last 24 years. Holy shit. That's awesome. Um, Growing up, his family, they didn't have a lot of money. Uh, His dad was uh, kind of a jack of all trades. Um, He could fix stuff. It just just came to him naturally. So he was able to fix stuff around the house, like some of Lanny's old toys or other broken electronics. and, and he just had a real knack for anything mechanic. It was it a mechanical gadget? His dad just instinctively knew what was going on with it. Uh, Lanny remembers one day when he was like six, seven years old, his dad brought home a little bit of wire, a couple batteries, a, a small light bulb, and a, a little electric bell. And they sat down and wired it all up on a, on a simple circuit. So, you know, when he closed it on the battery, the light bulb would go off and the bell would ring. And from that point on, uh, Lanny was like, I, this is what I want to do. I want to know how this stuff works. And, and he focused on that. And that his drive carried him all the way through high school. And uh, he ended up getting a full ride to uh, Columbia University. Holy shit. And his uh, promise or you know his aptitude i would say for electrical engineering was noticed by uh at&t bell labs telephone company telecommunications company rather uh that they recruited him out of high school so he was working as an engineer for at&t bell while he was going full-time to college he ended up uh graduating with a bachelor's and a master's in electrical Jesus. engineering. I'm, I'm sorry. At the same time? Yeah. How? <gasps> Holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know, Adam. Maybe not. I don't know how that shit Maybe, works. Wait, so wait. He did it at the same time or he didn't? I... He's got them both now, so let's just go so, with that. So, no, he probably didn't do it at the same time. He probably graduated with the bachelor and then the master's at, from the same school. <laughs> he got them both. All right. I was going to say, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> It's still impressive. Yeah, it's yeah. still awesome, but but like while he was working, and then once he got those uh, uh, expensive pieces of paper, is uh, his di- diplomas, um, he got moved over to uh, Bell Communications Research, which is less telephony and more fringe, cutting edge, you know, electronic stuff that they were working like on. Uh, I mean, not at that point, but but yeah, not, not for him. Um, some of the things that he did while he was working at Bell was he was, uh, he, he led a research, a research group that was responsible for creating a system that would allow several channels of high definition, high quality digital video information to travel, travel. Yeah. To travel, to travel. (laughs) over a uh, fiber optic line. So he was like in charge of creating the first fiber optic telecom system. Fancy. Which 
yeah, that's that's kind of a. I mean, without that, our, our internet wouldn't be what it is today. If you've got you know fiber optic internet and shit like that. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, just look the, at the, uh, the stereo fiber optics and all that. Yeah, really, any optical uh, form of data transmission, he was, you know, right there at the forefront of it. He solved um, traffic tie-ups in high-speed uh, networking and self-routing packets. Uh, to Just, you know, because he was optimizing what he was developing as he went. And he came up with, and this never saw the light of day. I mean, well, I guess it did, but it, it didn't get uh, released to the wild. He created an electronic panning camera. And he, uh, he patented it while he was there. And it would put viewers in control of uh, the view you see on television. So if you're watching a show... Probably, like for sporting events, you can change the angle. Yeah. Huh? Yes, yes. Wow. You have to have a lot um, of freaking but, cameras. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 his big problem was that it was so far ahead of its time because there wasn't enough network bandwidth to handle what was going on. Uh, because of the fiber optic systems weren't everywhere yet, so it, it just kind of fell to the wayside. But it's it's a kind of the precursor. A little bit of the technology is used a lot if you uh, ever you know take your phone and you got one of them little ghetto VR headsets that you put your phone in and you watch a video and it's in VR with 360 or whatever. A, a lot of what he was doing, a lot of that coding, piggybacks off of, or, or piggybacks off of what he did. So he was, uh, like, that was, really ahead of his time. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Shit. So that's what he did uh, when he worked at, at Bell Labs and, and Bell Research. Now, he came to Disney in the late 90s. And uh, he joined uh, as head of the research and development department in Imagineering. So he didn't, like, work his way up. He just had the goods, and they said, here, here you yeah. go. Come, come do it for us. Um, he worked on at, at the site up in uh, in East Hampton, New York, and then eventually moved with everybody else that was there down, or not down, but over to L.A. to uh, put the R&D in Disney's headquarters over there. And uh, after that, he ends up joining uh, Disney Research, which is like the really forward-looking part of the research and development, just like the, the Disney, just the actual research. And eventually he became a, a Disney research fellow, which I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess that's like a hospital if you're a fellow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would guess I don't know. it means I don't... similar. Yeah. I, I, I guess it means he ain't going anywhere. Yeah. The fellowship like, yes. of the... Of, of, <laughs> yes. He was actually a hobbit. Fair. Uh-huh. Um, not as tall as the other smoot. Obviously. Obviously. That was Smeagol. That was, oh. It's not Smoodle. Sm oh, Smoodle. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but he did get smoked. Oh, ah, really. yes. Smoten. Um, smoten. Smoten. <laughs> you want to be smote? You want to be smote? You want me to smote? Uh, you want to be smoten? <laughs> get your, get, get, get your smote on. So, uh, the, yeah, he became a fellow in, uh, in 2014. Um, now he's received lot of awards over his uh, his career uh before and during his his time at disney uh but his most recent ones um 
was uh, he was named, and, and this apparently this is a big deal, but just the, the name of the award makes it sound like it's maybe not that big a deal. Uh, no, <laughs> I would love if they would make an award after him for inventors called the, the Smooties. <laughs> that just no. That's awesome. Um, he was named Inventor of the Month by the U.S. Patent Office. It just doesn't sound that illustrious because every, there's 12 of those handed out every well, year. Well, the other thing is it's of the month. Anytime you hear of the month, right. you already right. think it's yeah. like you have like that picture on Walmart, oh, employee of the month kind of situation. Jelly of the month. <laughs> You're the, the smooth yes, of the month. Yes, exactly. Maybe they should just rename it the smooth of the month. That would be more uh, honorific. Um, he Now, he is featured in the Breaking Barriers exhibit at the National Inventors Hall of Fame in Virginia, and he was recognized as a uh, themed entertainment association master in 2020 because a lot of his work with Disney has, has basically been around um, <clears throat> inter... What, it, what are they? They called it like entertainment engineering almost is what they're okay. calling it because he's done oh like like for instance what are some of the stuff that he's that he's done uh i don't know why don't you tell us well the the refurbs <laughs> wait, that have gone there's on more <laughs> uh in the haunted mansion now that you know madame leota floats oh, cool. he handled that the uh, interactive toy ponds outside the crystal lotus restaurant in hong kong oh, my Ooh. Hong Kong Disney, that's him. Uh, the Fortress Explorations Interactive Adventure in Tokyo, which, I mean, that's going to be like your Agent P or your Kim Me Possible. We'll report which... on it when we come back. Yes, yes, yes. we'll do. let you know. <laughs> he did do the uh, the Kim Possible uh, Interactive Adventure there. So disappointed that they never, we never got the DuckTales version of that. Ah, I know it. Yeah. Um, the Power City game at the exit to Spaceship Earth. Oh. Where you've got the, uh, the, the, you know, the shuffleboard stick and you're pushing stuff around with the projector thing. He did that. The drive system for your animatronic BB 8. Oh, sweet. Oh, yes. That makes it spin without the head falling off of it. You can control the meet and greet one now. Because the meet and greet one's kind of like stationary. Yeah. So you're yeah, talking no, about the one, the one, the one that they only brought out on the stage that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. It used to be out for uh, the um, the uh, Star Wars fashion show BB-8? at Hollywood Studios. Wasn't it? No. Was it not? No. BB-8 wasn't a thing. No, yes, it was because they had Kylo Ren as part of the fashion show. You know yeah. which you know what stage I know show what I'm, I'm talking about. Talking. Yeah, okay. I don't think it's. I, it really? might have been that one. I'd have to look. I know I have pictures of I it. I know they've had they've had the droids out before for it. I know they've yeah. had R two out for it too. No, I'm pretty sure that it. I think you're right. He was out for that. But he wasn't like he wasn't a meetable character, is what I meant. No, and he was farther away. But even still, I mean, you know, badass. It is. I saw um, a video of this next one, and this actually is from like 2015 is when this patent came out. But he's got a patent for a a way. Uh, this is this is creepy. Artificial 
artificial eyes held in a liquid suspension. No. Oh, no. No. Uh-uh. no. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> I don't want to know. Nope. <laughs> no, because that sounds... No. Nope. No. Uh-uh. No. They no. use them for animatronics. No, hang on. No, hang on. No, no, no. Oh. Hang on. Hang on. Um, They've got uh, electromagnetic motors that let them move independently oh, of each other or together so awesome. and, so and it can be cross-eyed independently I don't need to hear awesome. it anymore <laughs> is there a skip intro option skip intro <laughs> what skip. i haven't even got to the best no, part oh, yet God. oh good is oh. it moist is, is that what <gasps> well, it's <laughs> it's filled with fluid yeah oh. um that's how they move fluidly but there's they, they're actually built with a camera array inside the eye so the animatronic can see you <gasps> no. and using ai oh. it can it can react and follow you around as you're walking and it would be able to, to to react based on how close you are or what you're wearing and stuff like that and have like you know pre-programmed things it might say about it i wish we were, um, we're that, on youtube at this point because if people could see like how our faces uh-uh. No, just the thought it, of this I creeps me out. It, it's make it, you, you I, I watched the video of I'm it. Thinking with like the break. No, and, and it was. Oh God, I'm gonna send you guys no, the video. No, right. I won't watch it. Oh it's cool. no, I, I, I do want to see it. I want to see it. La- Lonnie, not Lanny, does the, it, it explains what's going on. You know, during the during the, the oh, video man. when he's oh, talking good. about it. Anyway, yeah, he's got a patent for creepy uh, space eyes. Yeah. Um, oh. He's uh, wait, got wait, a patent. Was it used for anything? Not yet. Oh, fuck. Because even during the interview, he's like, this is stuff that, we know, is cutting edge now. It's probably five years or more down the road. Plus, I mean, at this point, Disney's not really doing animatronics with eyes anymore. They're kind of just doing projectors. projectors, Yeah. Right. Right. It's true. You can get more facial expressions out of a projector than just the eyes floating around in a bowl of jelly. He's created optical assemblies for superhero masks and helmets, and I can only imagine that's what your face mask Star Wars characters, like maybe the troopers and stuff, yeah. they've got like some kind of a actual display instead of just trying to look through super dark ass tint, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Almost like an Oculus. He's got, a, he's got a patent on it for superhero masks and helmets. He has the patent for the new lightsaber that extends when you push the button. See, now, I want to know if he holds these patents or does Disney hold the patents? Oh, well, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I, I looked at the patent that it had his name on it, but it said for Disney. Yeah, so then Disney holds the patents. So, okay. Uh, but still, he's the one that's he created it. creating them. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Disney actually holds Just on the their patent. dime. Yeah. yeah. And he's also uh, handled the... Uh, lightsaber training on the galactic star cruiser that experience you get to do yeah, that i will never get to do because i, I am no, that not fucking you. money for that it's too expensive However, if somebody wants to sponsor me to go see it I'll, 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. we are creating a gofundme for tokyo and the star cruiser <laughs> yes send your see, donations to two of us can go to tokyo and two of us can go to the star cruiser and it will be Adam and I for both. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> hey, I didn't make the rules. Maria did. I <laughs> cheat at the rules, so... L- Lanny uh, also did 
if you want to go back to when Interventions was a thing, he did Where's the Fire. I didn't do that. Mm. I didn't do it either. I didn't. I wasn't into Disney at that point. Like that was before my Disney tenure. It was so there. that was that was the um like the house was on fire, and so you had to learn about how to put it out, right? Something am, like or that. Or am I totally I, wrong? I didn't really. I've never done it. It looked more kids geared. Oh, that's yeah. what I figured. So I, I, we've never. I, by the time I was going to Disney by myself, we, ne- it really wasn't a thing. I pulled this guy up on a list of like just patents and stuff like that to see what he's attached to. I mean, obviously a hundred and two of them, I guess. But there's so much stuff in the last five years that he's pe- listed attached with attached to for Disney patent wise that I haven't necessarily seen happen yet it's, it's crazy some of the stuff that that he he patents it or, or he, he creates it they patent it and maybe they use it maybe they don't but now no one else can use that's it that's all patents when you really think of it that's how patents work somebody comes up with an idea and they patent it it may never come to fruition right but it just so that nobody else can come up with that same idea without saying like- me it sounds like most of his are attainable, though. I don't want to see. He's jelly got a lot of stuff. You no. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's. I didn't say jelly. Except Not for that jelly. one. Jelly. <laughs> because fuck that shit. There. He's got a lot of stuff that are um, aimed at retail experiences as well. Like uh, if your phone, like if you got Bluetooth or you happen to have the app of the retailer you got or something like that, and you walk up to a display. It may be able to pull some of your information off of that to tailor ads for you as you walk oh, by. Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, but more importantly, for all, everything aside from all, all this stuff, um, d- dude rides a unicycle backstage. Stop. <laughs> to to no. get around and stuff. No, he does not. Yes, he oh, does. Fuck. That's amazing. So, that, yeah. Lanny's, Lanny Smoot. Hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. He's one tough smoother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that I am remembering, in Sweet Home Alabama, which is a Reese Witherspoon romantic comedy from the That's Vince from the Vaughn. early two. No, it's not Vince Vaughn. Is it not Vince no! Vaughn? No. I'm thinking of the Christmas one. Oh, My that's field. more Christmas. Where is this going? Their I last no name, their last name is Smoot. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right? No, I don't have no idea. It is. Anyway. (laughs) All right, my turn. This is a good one. Well, good. One. This this woman is fucking badass. Just wait until the end. Got a big surprise at the end. Sure, it's not going to be jelly eyes. Uh, it is, is it happy? not going to be jelly eyes. It is. <laughs> it is unexpected. Is what it is. I mean, well, now we expect it. Oh no, you expect won't come up with this. Expect the unexpected. Oh she no, actually, at the is end, jelly eyes. At the end, we will take we will take guesses. Okay, as to what her side job is. Okay, so th- start eyes. thinking of weird side jobs. This is Unicycle fucking weird. Roller. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, Charita Carter is uh, the woman that I did my research on. Um, 
I, like Mikey, do not have a whole lot, really anything on her early, early life. So I don't have a birth date or anything like that. I don't really know how old she is. But if I had to guess, I'd say late 40s to mid 50s, something like that. Jelly um, eyes. Jelly eyes. Yes. <laughs> that's both of them. You can't find their okay. age. They're both jelly eyes. With eyes. They have jelly okay. eyes. Uh, currently, she is a senior creative producer and development manager of the scenic illusion team at Walt that is Disney. So much worse than anything I could have thought of. I didn't realize it was that big. Oh, fuck what? Me. Oh, did you look up jelly eyes? <laughs> Stop it right now. Okay. Now, wait a minute. No, no, all I did was share the the link, the YouTube link. Okay, but wait. Just to get it out of the way or I would forget about it. No, I can't look at it right now. Wait, but for, okay. Adam looked at it. what did you? And I clicked it because I was looking at the topics just to make sure they were there. So for for everyone who is at home listening to this right now, don't fucking do this if you're driving. (laughs) What did they need to what do they need to type into YouTube, Nothing. Mikey? Nobody should see that. That eye is fucking humongous. What What do they need to look for so that they can view it as well? <laughs> Smoot robot eyes. Smoot robot eyes. I mean, fucking what, what else would you type I, if you well, want to I look up Lanny Smoot I, robot I don't, eyes? I don't fucking know because I'm not clicking on it yet. Okay, I'm going to wait. It's, it's the size of his fucking head. Oh. Maybe it's for the troll in Norway. Is that they like they could put it in the trolls? Not my you know Norway. the troll in the gift shop. Anyway, okay. Charita, she deserves fucking respect, man. Let's focus. Again, if you met us is... at all, <laughs> with an eye that with an eyeball that big, how could how you not, not focus? <laughs> She is the senior creative producer and development manager of the Scenic Illusion team at Walt Disney Imagineering and has worked for Imagineering for almost 20. She's worked for the Disney company for almost 25 years. Um, I have a little bit about her early life. She grew up in Lampoc, California. Uh, if I'm not saying that correctly, I blame. That will correct you. I was just going to say, I blame Adam. <laughs> I blame, I blame, well, because, just because, just, We are fucked in Japan, I'm just saying. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, I, I'm sorry, did you think I would be any help with a foreign language? I can barely speak my current language. Like, native. I just make up the way things are My native tongue, yeah, not even. And what subject do you, do you teach? Uh, It's, uh, occasionally. (laughs) Uh, so she grew up. You teach English. I do, I do, yeah. Not how to speak it, though. Mm. How to analyze it. The written word. <laughs> I don't... I don't. I, I couldn't even tell you the first way to get somebody to read. I don't fucking know. If you can't read by the time you get to my classroom, you are fucked. And so am I. Because at that point, I need you to be able to fucking read. I'm going to have a fucking stroke by the end of this episode. I know. Fucking giant okay. eyes. An English teacher who doesn't want to show people how to read. I am done. <laughs> That's not my job description. Okay. Anyway. Reading ain't fundamental, bitch. That's right. What about your boys? But it is fun. I can't teach them how to read. <laughs> I, that is their teacher's job. No, thank you. Uh-uh. I am not elementary education. Yeah. Adam, she did not need any more than two shots no. in that uh, mug. 
I am. We are. We are we're, getting cursive. Yep, a little bit. You can't even get the straw in a fucking mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, Todd's. Never mind. Okay. Anyway, she grew up in Lampoc, California, on an Air Force base because her father was in the Air Force, and that's what they're they were where they were stationed. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, getting worse. Yeah, she deserves all the respect. Blah, 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 blah. Um, she began her education. This is so funny. She began her education at a Montessori school. So Montessori schools, from what I understand, are more like interest based. So if you are interested in science, you might spend most of your day working on science projects or learning about scientists, or do, doing something science-based. Um, I think most schools should be that way, honestly. Well, I mean, so the the downfall, the idea of the downfall to a Montessori school is that, yes, you might know everything that has to do with, like, creative writing, because that's what you're interested in, but you might not know basic, basic math skills. So, basic. Um, did anybody else catch that? <laughs> yes, I Bathic. did. Todd, cut that. That is at uh, no, an hour God, and ten. <laughs> so, so that's so. That's one of the best Mike Tyson impressions I've ever heard. I listen, guys. I am so good at Mike Tyson impressions that is just really fun for me to talk about Montessori schools. Anyway, no, I like. I, but I'm just saying, like, it's so. So that's I know the idea I behind it. I know yeah. a lot more. <laughs> right. Invested and, in school. Correct. For some, and so for some students, for, it would have made more sense. Yes. I think for some students who are um, well-rounded, it could probably benefit them really well because they're going to learn about things or regardless. Or dis- disabled, too. Right. But the problem is that you need them to have a basis of education and a basis of understanding in, in a couple of different things that are just, like, common knowledge. Um, so, but, but regardless of that so she went to a montessori school and the teachers told her parents that she was very artistically inclined and that and this was at a very young age that they should enroll her in a school for the arts they said well if she wants to sit on a corner somewhere and draw pictures of strangers and get money for that then she can do that she doesn't have to go to for to an art school for that because that was their idea of like what an artist did because that's what they saw um they didn't really think about the fact that she could take this ability to produce art and take it to a different type of career yeah it they were very um i don't want to say basic because that's not no 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 no. it was more like they just didn't weren't aware yes they were very tunnel vision yeah thank you mikey Mikey, because he did he did he did the (laughs) the hand that was that was that was that was closed vision that's fine too um So, I don't. I don't know AFL. You don't Sorry. know AFL. Okay. Well, I don't know AFL. I'll teach you later. Oh, good. Well, She's gonna teach you AFL with a lift. Because yeah. I'm Mike Tyson. She just knows the one thing. 
That's the middle finger. <laughs> That's the sign I know. Um, so after all of that, and this was before she even ever knew of Disney, went to Disney. Um, she said after that Montessori school and after her her love of art was kind of like set as the foundation, um, her family would gather around the TV every Sunday and watch The Wonderful World of Color, which was Disney. late, late, right, which was late 70s. Um and there kind of began her initial love of Disney. At the age of seven, she visited Disneyland for the first time with her family. And she tells this really cute story about how before they visited, they knew that they were going. And her and her sisters, I believe she had all sisters, um, would do chores and like odd jobs around their neighborhood to collect money to take as they're like spending money when they got to the park. And so she said they, like, entered in on Main Street. They see Sleeping Beauty's castle. And her dad pulls out crisp $20 bills and gives each kid a $20 bill. And that kind of became their family tradition. Because then, yeah, it is really neat. So every four years, three or four years, they would go to Disneyland because he was still state, her dad was still stationed in uh, California. And with every park visit, he would give them a crisp $20 bill. So the first time that she was working for Disney then, as she became an adult, and took her parents to Disneyland, she gave them crisp $20 bills. And so that has kind of become... And they were able to buy a popcorn bucket. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're lucky, <laughs> and that in sure. inflation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. But it was kind of like a really, really cute tradition like that her family, idea. yeah, her, that her family had, and that uh, was something that she was able to to carry on. Um, so she would visit Disneyland every four years, but she would say that her love of the parks and for the company actually came from her father because as they would visit the parks, he would kind of display the love that he had that they were experiencing the parks through his eyes. So as she became older, she noticed that, yeah, her parents loved to go, but her parents loved to take the kids. And that's kind of how her love of Disney caught hold as a permanent so, fixture in her life. Opposite of you. <sighs> I do love to take my kids. However, <laughs> knowing how uh, intense my boys can be, how intensive my boys can be, uh, it's definitely not a vacation. So... Sometimes it's good by myself and or you know like on our own without the boys and then sometimes or, it's really or great like you said by yourself without. by myself yeah. <laughs> exactly um so it was because of her dad that when the the 
opportunity. Sorry, I forgot my word there. It was because of her dad. When the opportunity to work for Disney kind of presented itself, she decided to take it. Um, For college, she went to Cal State, which uh, she didn't go to main campus. She went to the Northridge campus, which I don't think is the main campus, because why would they say Northridge campus if it wasn't the main campus? I don't know. Anyway. Um, They're going to yell at you, these California people. I know. Sarah's going to be like, this fucking bitch doesn't know her fucking shit worth a damn. Um, after she graduated for co- from college and she became a financial advisor, like a financial analyst to some companies. She worked in the private sector for a while and she actually worked across the street from Disney Imagineering. Her company that she worked for had been bought out and because she frequented some of the same lunch spots, knew some of the same people as who worked in Disney, Disney Imagineering, when her job was no longer available to her, she knew of openings with WDI and was able to apply. She was hired. Yeah. So it was kind of like right place, right time. Proximity was definitely her friend. Um, her first job for Disney was as a financial analyst for their creative division. And she was in charge of doing inventory. So she was able to talk to a bunch of the different people from all of the departments in the creative division and kind of ask questions and learn from them and observe and That's how she worked her way up. So when there were spots that were open within the creative division, she would just apply. And one of her first promotions was to be in charge of their intern program. So she was hiring these college kids to come in and be part of the Imagineering team when she herself was not yet an Imagineer. Because that they trust, they tr- but they trusted her that much that they said, okay, well, if if like if you want to do this, like you've got to handpick these people. So that's what she was in charge of. She was in charge of the intern program. Um, that led to her managing a concept lab that came up with techniques and tools to help the designers of attractions. So she would kind of go out into the public private sectors and pull in these technologies that were brand new and say, hey, I think this would be really cool to put in an attraction or to put in a movie or to put in a hotel. What can we do to manipulate this to make sure that it's something that we could use? Um, so that's how she started in the actual Imagineer role. And then from there, she kind of just worked her way up. When she finally became a producer, she started with bringing new magic, is what they coined it as, uh, new magic to some of the classic attractions. So they did projection mapping for Indiana Jones. They like would renovate, refurbish some of the old stuff 
and bring in some of the new technology that they were working on at the time that her team was able to produce. Nice. Um, it was It's really cool. Uh, in 2015, her job entailed bringing new technology to Disney's theatrical, material, space, and chemistry areas. So she literally ran the gamut nice. on what she was supposed to be doing and like kind of like pushing forward into this new realm of technologies and tools. Um, some of her projects include Snow White's Scary Adventure before it became the new Snow White ride that it is right now. So that wasn't around too long then because they well, closed that relatively so that like was... they refurbished it and then they closed it. Yes. So it was it was more projection mapping. So she was okay. one that brought in projection mapping to the parks. Got it. She was she was the head of that team. Um she did Indiana Jones and then her first project as the lead producer was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Love that attraction. I do too. Um currently she is the lead producer for the refurbishment of Splash Mountain. Is that still happening? Yes, it is. Okay. So I ha it's been kind of quiet on the news front. It, on it. it has. Um, it's still slated to to happen though. But if she is the one who was in charge of Mickey and Minnie's, I am so fucking excited. To see what she's able to bring for Splash Mountain. I'm so fucking excited. I'm excited but concerned at the same time. I Just knowing what Mickey and Minnie's was, what it became, I yeah, but that am... Yeah, that was a blank canvas. Well, not... I mean, it was a retheme, just like... No. Well... It was. I, you can't... It's not even... They had it's a the new, building. That's all they had, though. They didn't... The ride system's new. Everything else is new. Yeah, yeah you're kind of uh, well, locked in true. to the speed yeah. and direction that these flumes travel. So you're not really able to hide sight lines and stuff like yeah. that with this. True. So definitely more challenging if she wants to uh, wow well, it with, with and technology. And it's funny that you say that because her favorite part of the job is overcoming those challenges. Awesome. So she said that the, the best part is being given a problem and making sure that you can deliver on the product that is going to live up to that Disney name. Um, she has won an award. She won the prestigious uh, Walt Disney Legacy Award for keeping the magic alive through exemplary performance and commitment to the traditions and ideals established by Walt Disney. Which means, and that's a that's a that's a prize, not prize, award within the company. So she does wear the blue name badge. Nice. Yeah, which is very very prestigious and high up within that Walt Disney Company. Um, she does have a fucking side job. Pig farmer. Not a pig farmer. <laughs> Mikey, do you have a guess? Uh, nope. She is a hand model. For Crunchy Croc? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> for, 
for Sony and the quicker picker upper. Oh, okay. Bounty. Oh. Her so hands, we've seen her work. <laughs> you have seen her work. Um, in 2015, she was, if you look up Sony Super Bowl commercial 2015, those are her hands. And uh, the Bounty commercials at around the same time, about 2015, those are also her hands. What a strange fucking side job. <laughs> First yeah. of all, why do you need a side job when you work for Disney? <laughs> but still. Well, at the level that she works at. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I fucking died. <laughs> I think She probably ran into somebody at a party oh, or mixer yeah. somewhere. Absolutely. And they're like, hey, I got a problem. My regular hand model can't come in tomorrow. You've got great fingers. Can you come give me a hand? Oh. So, yeah, she is fucking badass. I love badass it. I mean, right up until the hand yeah, model right, thing. That, yeah. right? that is the weirdest side job I think I've ever heard in my entire life. I I look at my own hands and they are short and stubby. I could never be a hand model, so hers must be oh, elegant and long. You can't do the number though. three properly. So. Maybe for for Duplo blocks. <laughs> three. Yes, this I can. That's it, it. That's properly. Oh, God. There. <laughs> They're all the same <laughs> length. My fingers? Is that what you're saying? You gotta give context, Mikey. <laughs> this is radio. <laughs> Not good for TV. Wait, I can do this side. Nanu, nanu. No, that's the long and prosper. It's also nanu, nanu. Is it nanu, nanu? Nanu, nanu. Yes, but he. Okay. You. I... We need to take this house. It sounded hell Maria. Yeah. You're right. You never get Todd's big balls out of your purse with them little hands nope. of yours. I'm not done with my drink yet. Can we talk about it? I gotta drink up. No, we ain't, we ain't talking about it. We don't talk about Bruno? <laughs> we need we to. We don't. <laughs> so, first time ever. This, this was, this was, this... Imagineer episode was 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 a first for us. Yeah. All of them still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck, that is a huge fucking eye. <laughs> oh my god. That's only one of them. That's bigger I than the head. His head. That's, yes, That's bigger. I, I mean, oh, all right. Fuck. We need to stop. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> because nope. Just Mikey, wrap it up, please. <laughs> <sighs> like to thank Maria and Adam for joining me tonight, or I would have been all alone talking about my smoot <laughs> and just and, and and watching his eye video over and over oh, again. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's great learning about these Imagineers, and and certainly uh, these three who, you know, broke barriers, pioneers, and just didn't stop. I mean, they just didn't stop. They're all still technically working with Disney. Right. From from the age of, uh, 
the forties up to the double forties. <laughs> yeah, that's not a so. Yeah, that's that's what we're call it. Oh, he's eight. No, he's double forty. I'm double twenty. So it's always good to learn about the the, the folks that uh, you've never heard of, but you're absolutely familiar with their work. I think that's the biggest thing. Is so many Imagineers uh, and and animators and just there's so many people behind the scenes that if we were to you know find out whatever what all they've done, you're like, oh God, what what all haven't you done? So right. Uh, I love I love these episodes. Thank you guys for do, doing your part, making it. Uh, we're probably going to win an award for this. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to get a smoothie. Absolutely. So, can we start the smoothie right. awards? That would no. be fantastic. Uh, you can start right now. Yes. Give us your acceptance speech, Maria. Uh, hey, come and he join us. Remarks. Yes, I know. Thank you <laughs> very much. About, well, you've been drinking. So. Fuck you, Adam. Uh, uh, <laughs> I haven't had that in one of those in a while. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> come and join us on our Facebook group. We have uh, three sheets of the mouse. <laughs> And then we also have our running group, fitness group, weight management group, activity group, uh, three sheets to the finish line. And then we also have our gamers group, three sheets gaming. Uh, Come and hang out with us. It's fun. We have a great time. It is a break from reality most days. Unless your reality is Disney. (laughs) Which is a great reality. On most on days. On most days. Adam, Yo. T- t- tell me about your uh, your event coming up quicker well, than you probably want it to. <laughs> but, yeah, that's damn sure I'm not trained. But before I want I do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to all the Three Sheets runners who ran Princess this past weekend. So congratulations to all who have finished their challenges and Yay. did their thing this weekend. So that brings me into our next minor sheet up and that's going to be the run disney springtime surprise weekend running from march 30th through april 4th a bunch of us are going to be running a few of us are running the challenge we will all be in the world also happens to coincide with the first moonlight magic for dbc so gonna try to get there depending on what time i don't know why disney did this but they actually have the night race the same night as the Moonlight Magic event, so... Fuck! Why would they do that? I don't know. <sighs> but we'll see. We're going to try to... A few of us are going to try to hop over there right after the races. We'll see what happens with that. After that, we have our next big sheet-up is the August 2022 Sheeters on the Seas, and that's running August 15th through August 22nd. It is two cruises back to back. If that's something you're interested in doing, it's going to be an awesome time. Also, for our runners, I want to say, I don't remember the exact date right now, but there's a bunch of us who are going to be trying to be running the Dopey Challenge again in 2023. Registration is mid-April. So, I want to say those races are January. Yes, but registration is mid-April. Yeah. Well, you said you didn't know when they were. No, so I gave you a, I gave you a date. For the races. That's a whole month. So, yeah. Well, it's a whole mid month. April. Mid April to the register. Yeah. Yes. January to run. Yes. Thank you're you. welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Sing it. No, you're don't. welcome. <laughs> um, there's no time as of right now. They've been at weird times lately. They used to be in the morning and this one I think the last race <laughs> the sign up was like at noon. 
So it, it was very strange. What? Yeah, it, it was weird. So. Why would they do that in the middle of a workday? I have no... Well, they were always sort of in the middle of the workday or during oh, the workday, okay. but this was like a really off time. That's strange. Eh, you know, noon for you guys is... 11 for you. Yeah, we know. Okay, she's punchy. Let's get out of here, please. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, uh, Abuela, for, for joining yeah. us this evening. And Adam's shirt, he looks like Bruno. It's, it's Bruno it's green. green. It's the princess running shirt. <laughs> oh. My, well. It's actually the fairy's running shirt. It's fairy weather. Fairy weather? Merryweather. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Oh, I couldn't god. hear you. Okay, goodbye. No, not yet. <laughs> Too soon. I thanks thanks for listening. This isn't goodbye. This is see you real soon. Good night. Good night. <laughs> good, good night. Good night.